You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you separate fact from fiction in fitness. For more details about this podcast and other episodes, visit fitgirlpodcast.com. This is podcast episode number 273. We've counted down the top five biggest mistakes in weight loss, and now we're finally down to number one. Learn how this one thing can change your body and your life. We're finally down to number one. This is the biggest mistake in weight loss. But before we get into that, let's go over the other ones that qualified for the five top mistakes in weight loss. Number five was getting information from the wrong sources, using ads or magazines or even social media accounts as the Bible for getting in shape when in fact they are not. Most of them are just geared towards selling you something. Number four was consistency or lack of consistency because it's that consistency that's going to help you make progress. But a lot of people, most people in fact, are not consistent with their program. Number three in the mistakes was doing too much cardio and doing cardio instead of weights for weight loss. You might even throw in there eliminating weight training in favor of cardio. Either way, got to use those weights that's going to do so much more for you in the long run. Now, number two was having no plan. And we went to that old adage of if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And having that plan in multiple parts for training, nutrition, mindset, and getting it set up is sometimes easier said than done. But that is definitely a big obstacle for most people. Now we come to the number one, the biggest mistake in weight loss. I certainly gave you enough time between episodes to guess it. So did you? Did you at least narrow it down a little bit? So now the number one biggest mistake in weight loss is mindset. Did you guess that? Whether you call it mindset or attitude or thought process or self-talk, it's what goes on inside your head that determines your success in weight loss and pretty much in anything else. And that is the one component that most people don't even think about, let alone work on. But when you stop and look around and realize there's tons of diets, there's tons of workout gadgets, there's tons of workout programs, so why doesn't that all work? Why are there so many people struggling with weight? Well, it's because it's not just diet. It's not just calories in and out. It's not just exercise. It's actually the way you think, the way you talk to yourself. These are the more intangible things, things you can't see or feel or do. Well, I guess you can do inside your head, but things that we don't usually associate with getting in shape. And the power of the mind is so great that it can basically make or break anything you do. Now, we touched on this in the previous episode, and then of course, so many other episodes also, and this part of fitness is so vitally important that actually I wrote a book about it, I do seminars on it, and I even started another podcast, the Strong and Powerful podcast, to talk about it. Now, without a doubt though, this has got to be the hardest part of fitness. Yes, your mindset is harder than any other part of getting in shape. And that's because it's the hardest to control, it's the hardest to change, and it's the hardest to understand. Now, when we sit and think about it, why is it so difficult to get this proper and productive mindset so that you can reach a goal? I mean, you have a goal, you want to achieve it, shouldn't that just be enough? Well, it's not. 
well, sure, there's planning, effort. We touched on that in the previous episode, but that's actually the easy part. You say this goal is really important to you, but then you find yourself slacking. You're becoming unmotivated. You're doubting yourself. And then you end up in a downward spiral towards defeat and you just give up. I mean, we've all been there, right? Maybe a little too many times. Why is it that you want something so much to lose weight, to fit in a dress, to change your body in some way? I mean, you really, really want this and it's really important to you. And achieving this would pretty much change your entire life. But it seems like your entire life has actually eluded you. And why is that? Well, the biggest part of that is self-sabotage. You may not realize it, but you're your own worst enemy. And you're definitely, for most people, not your biggest supporter. You're like your biggest unsupporter, if that's a thing. Well, anyways, it's a whole lot more. And you need to make sure you check out my Strong and Powerful podcast for a lot more guidance on mindset. But we are going to go through a lot of it today, too, so you have a good understanding. So what makes you self-sabotage? And I'm sure you don't even realize you're doing this. It often comes in the form of excuses and justifications. And I think we've all kind of had that at some point or another. Well, yeah, that's self-sabotaging. And you do this because your subconscious mind, your inner self, does not want to change. And I know you're thinking, no, 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 I do want this. I really, 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 really want this. I really want to get in shape. And on the conscious level, yes. But deep, deep down, no. Because reaching this goal would change your life. And although you want that, your inner self doesn't because it's scared. It's scared to leave its comfort zone. The accomplishment you want is a place you've never been. And that actually frightens you on a subconscious level. So much so that your inner self, which you might want to call your mindset or your self-talk, sabotages you so that you don't change. Now, if you sit down and think about all the times where maybe you dropped out of a program or you messed up on a diet or you skipped a bunch of workouts and you start realizing, ooh, yeah, what was the reason behind that? There really wasn't one. And that's when you're going to realize that that's the self-sabotage sneaking in. And I always say that, you know, recognition is half the battle. So if we can recognize that we're doing it, we can slowly change it. It's not going to be overnight, but it's one of those little step-by-step things. Now, this can be really complicated to understand. So I'm actually going to say it one more time. The accomplishment you desire or the goal you want to achieve is a place you've never been. And that frightens you on your subconscious level so much that your inner self sabotages you so you won't change. Now, here's what happens. Your subconscious mind remembers every failure. I think sometimes we have relatives like that too, right? And with every failure, there's some pain. And sometimes there's a little bit of pain, and sometimes there's an overwhelming amount of pain. And your subconscious is actually trying to protect you from repeating this pain, which is why it tries to get you off course with excuses and justifications, you know, saying things to yourself like, I'm not meant to be a size six, or maybe, oh, it's so easy for other people. And these are really unfounded thoughts, but they will ricochet through your mind at light speed constantly, and you don't even realize it. So by the time you catch yourself thinking it, it's probably banged around in there about a million times. Now, there's two big problems with this. One is repetition, and two is the fact that your mind believes 
everything you tell it as being the truth. It doesn't understand sarcasm. It doesn't understand fishing for compliments. It just takes it as the truth. And that's actually why I don't let my clients use the F word. You know the one, the three little word, three letter word, I should say. And it's a little word too. F-A-T. Yes, so no matter what, you never want to use that word. Now, it doesn't matter if you have a lot to lose or if you just have a little bit. Just take that word out of your vocabulary because it never serves any good and it tends to sneak into that subconscious and send you into that self-sabotage mode. So it doesn't do any good for you and it can only spark either reminders of failure or spark you to failure. So that three-letter word, the F word, no longer using it right out of that vocabulary. Now, I'm not going to go super deep into detail on self-talk in this episode because we would be here probably a couple days. But during our live fitness makeover seminars, we have attendees reveal some of the most common negative self-talk. And then we work with them to learn how to change it by rephrasing it into what's called a positive present tense statement. And I'll go over that again in a little bit. But let's do that for the two phrases that I just used. So the first one, I'm not meant to be a size six. Well, how do you change that into a positive present tense statement? And you might even wanna put me on pause for a second so you can actually work it out yourself. A positive present tense statement. Okay, so we change, I'm not meant to be a size six to I am meant to wear anything I want and you can even go further with that and say, I am meant to wear anything I want and look and feel great in it. Now see, that's positive. And to be honest, we'll throw another one in there. That's realistic. And it's present tense. It's not that you will be able to when you achieve this, because that's a time period that never happens. You need to be it right now. Now you can also tell that that particular phrase would work great as a daily mantra or great as a reminder to post all over the place that you see, whether it's on your mirror, your fridge, your car, wherever, but something that you can keep repeating and that repetition is going to be good for you rather than the negativity of the, oh, I'm not meant to be a size six or whatever size it may be. So another way to rephrase that, it's not necessarily totally positive, but it's not too far off. I do not judge myself by a number whether it be a dress or scale. Um, we could also change that to numbers do not define me. I mean, it's just that simple. Um, that's not probably the classic way of rephrasing it, but even though it's got a slight negative in it, it still works in a positive way in your mind. But we don't wanna use a lot of those where we say, well, I don't do this or I don't do that. We wanna change it to, I want to do this. So kind of the opposite. You know, like, I don't like to exercise. Well, I want to exercise, not I have to exercise or I must exercise or I need to exercise. I want to exercise. That just, that one little word can actually fuel your brain to push you to go exercise on even those days you don't feel like it. Now, there are different types of phrases that you repeat over and over and over in your head. And if the negative self-talk is bouncing around, you're not going to be real productive and it's going to just cause a lot more harm and suppress you even further. So recognizing some of these phrases that you commonly think is the first step. And of course, you're not actually going to say a lot of these things out loud because they're going to be in your head and 
you know, sometimes we don't say the truth or what we're really thinking out loud. And that's probably the most important part is that you have to be true to yourself and what you're thinking. Now, let's go back and do the other phrase, which was, it's easy for other people. Okay, how would we change that into a positive present tense statement? Well, how about, I do the best I can every day. I work hard for what matters to me. Or here's one, everyone has struggles. I make the most out of every moment to accomplish my goal. Or it might be actually more accurate to say, I make the most of every moment to bring me closer to my goal. And that's something we've touched on on one of the episodes, I think, if not, it's the strong and powerful one where you're either moving closer or further away from what you want most. So that's the way you want to phrase it. You're moving closer. And it's that repetition of thoughts, both good and bad, that can either hurt you with your fitness goals or help you with your fitness goals. And they can basically help you or hurt you in every aspect of your life. Now, if you stop and think about it, you wouldn't eat donut after donut after donut and expect to feel great and lose weight, right? Well, donuts are not quality food. Sure, maybe once in a while you can have them, but they're not quality nourishment. And they're not going to impact your body in a positive or healthy way. And that's the same thing with negative self-talk. It's not nourishing you. It's not impacting you in a healthy way. It's definitely not positive for your body. So we need to work on it. I mean, I know it's easier to avoid certain foods like donuts than it is the thoughts going on in your head, but it's a practice. Have to keep practicing it over and over and catch yourself as soon as your mind starts to wander in some of those dark places. The saying, change your thoughts and you change your world is absolutely true. I just don't think we realized how literal it is. So changing the way you're thinking can change everything. Change your outlook, change your perspective, change how you hold yourself upright, you know, your posture, change how your workouts are. And we just need to begin to recognize some of these thoughts, both positive and negative ones, and write them down and change them if they're negative ones and then reinforce them if they're the positive ones. So that slowly we push out those negative thoughts and we've replaced them with positive ones. And even if we don't always have the positive thoughts in our head, we know where to go to get that positive thought to get rid of the negative one because we can't always get rid of every little bad thought habit that we have and they're gonna inch in so we just need to know how to control it and rewrite ourselves on path. So writing by hand is actually the best way to reinforce anything you're trying to learn. I mean, I know we all like to use our computers and all that kind of stuff in the phones, but it's actually been proven that handwriting helps your, your mind absorb the information better. So keeping a journal or just a notebook, um, even three by five cards, but anything where you can kind of write something over and over again. It almost goes back to when we were kids and if you got in trouble, you had to write on the board, you know, 20 times, 30 times or whatever. Um, I won't hit so-and-so again or whatever. Uh, but that repetition, the over and over and over, and that sinks in um, a lot better than anything else. So when or if a negative statement floats into your head, write it down right away. Change it by making it a positive present tense statement. 
and read it daily, even several times a day. This is the only way to train your brain as well as train your body so that it works in conjunction with your brain for positive results. So leaving your comfort zone requires a pretty big leap of faith, uh, maybe a trust in the process. And I hope after this podcast, you have a better understanding of your brain, your mindset, your attitude, and the power it has, and how the power of repetition can bring either good or bad results. Now, there's a lot to absorb in this topic, and we've, you know, gotten through some of it through all the different episodes. Um, And we'll come back to it frequently because mindset is by far the hardest to understand. Like I said before, the hardest to control, the hardest to change, but it is the one thing that is likely missing from your program if you're not where you want to be. Now, you know, they talk about yoga as being a practice. You practice it. And you're practicing not only the poses, but your breathing and your reflectiveness, um, maybe the meditation. Um, There's different parts of it. So this is pretty much the same thing. You're practicing how you talk to yourself because you are the only one in there. I mean, despite what you might say on the outside or someone might say to you on the outside, you ultimately are the only one inside your head and you're the only one that can control that. So even if other people are trying to put thoughts in your head or saying negative things to you, you don't have to take it. You can change that in your head. And that's part of the whole strong and powerful concept. It's actually something that I want. It's it's actually a whole curriculum that I want to get into schools about teaching kids how to believe in themselves and how to follow the right thought process so that if somebody is bullying them or, you know, giving them negative comments, they're already secure in themselves and they can say to themselves, I am strong and powerful and you can do that too and remind themselves that, yeah, you know what? I'm me. I'm special. I'm unique. I'm strong. No matter what you're going to do to me, I'm still me and I'm still important and I'm the one inside my head here. So, you know, you're the one that makes yourself successful And we're all going to have those days where you're kind of like, blah, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Or just, "Ah, I hate everything. That's going to happen. But that's where you also want to kind of go back and look over your notes. Maybe you have a section in your notes that are uh, gratefulness. There's a lot of people that, that do that. I think it's a great idea to write down, what are you grateful for that day? What happened that day that was good? You know, stop, stop focusing on the negatives, like all the bad stuff that happened, and start focusing on the good stuff. And you do that by writing it down. Writing down the good things that happened, that's going to help you remember them stronger than the bad things. Now, mindset, and like we said, it could be called attitude, it could be called a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I just run out of words. It, it's actually the reason why most people really never change their body. And when you think about all the years that the Biggest Loser contestants were on TV, I mean, it was a pretty long time, so that means there's a lot of people. And they lost a lot of weight. And they all gained it back and more. I mean, there's several articles. You can Google Google it and see. Um, But, yeah, they all gained it back and more. And, you know, the thing is that they weren't just trying to lose 5 or 10, 15 pounds like maybe you are. They were losing 100, 200 pounds. I mean, they were basically losing a whole other person. And they still gained it back because, you know what, they did all that physical work. They did all that dieting and all that other stuff. But 
they never addressed the mindset. And the mindset actually goes deeper than just positive thoughts. It goes back to that protection mode and that comfort zone you have. And there may be some deeper reasons why it's trying to protect you. We all have some sort of baggage at some point or issues, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of times we have to get deep down to that to figure out why we are so hard on ourselves. And that's a lot of work. And that's also a very scary place to go. So realize that it's not just all foo-foo, happy thoughts. It's working on yourself and working on improving yourself, improving your thought process, maybe seeing things different ways, acknowledging maybe the mistakes of the past or maybe ways that you thought or things that you did and moving forward, you know, creating a new plan to change your thoughts or to change your habits because you can change habits. You just have to actually do it. It's repetition. That's all it is. Repetition. It's so simple and yet so hard. So I'm going to suggest that you get some, some sort of notebook, journal, whatever. It can be just something really small. And with going back to school coming soon, it's easy to get some of those nice three-ring type of uh, spiral-bound books. I usually stock up on them, to be honest with you, because they end up being like 5 to 30 cents. And so I'll, I'll get a bunch of them because I use them for pretty much everything. So getting one of those and using it to write down the negative thoughts, changing those negative thoughts into your positive present tense statement, and maybe even keeping a journal for a couple of days and writing down either everything that you eat so you can analyze it or any reasons why you missed your workout so you can analyze that too because sometimes we miss a workout and we've given ourselves an excuse or justification and when we write it down we realize ooh I wouldn't let somebody get away with that why did I let myself get away with it so use that to record things it could also be a grateful page you know I'm grateful that I woke up today I'm grateful that I have my friend so and so that met me at the gym um, there's different things that you might not even realize. Maybe you, you take for granted that you really should be grateful for. And writing those down makes a difference. doesn't mean you have to sit there and write every grateful note known to man or known to you. Just two or three. That's all you need to do. And these are things that when you're feeling down, you can go back and look over and say, yeah, gosh, I guess I do have it good because I'm grateful for this, that, and the other. Now, remember one last thing. If getting in shape was just a special workout or a special diet, or even a combination of the two, then everyone would be in shape. The fact is, when you look around, you see that there's really not too many people in great shape at all. And that's because it's really the mindset. Mindset is the power that's going to drive your success. So take some time and work on it. Work on it just like you would an exercise or anything else that's important to you. Now, I know this is something that uh, a lot of people struggle with. I've helped a lot of people through the years with getting the right phrases. Their, their mantra is what we would call it. And that's kind of how we came up with the strong and powerful mantra because it works for a lot of different situations. And it really does help you feel good when you say it. I am strong and powerful. So, I mean, there is something I hate to say this strong and powerful about it. But whatever the mantra you need to have is a work in progress. You know, you'll, you'll come with different phrases and you'll find things that are um, easier to absorb in your mind than others. 
Yet if you still find yourself struggling to make these statements, then I've got a couple of new programs on the fitgirlpodcast.com site, and it's going to link to some of these different programs that can help you with the mindset. I've had a lot of people do just a single half-hour session, and that's there under the coaching um, banner that's on the website, and get clarity just a half hour to kind of go through what their goals are, what their obstacles are, what their negative statements might be. Uh, and a lot of them have really done some good preparation. So it's made it a lot easier. We've really gotten a lot out of that half hour. And that's something that can really get you on a solid foundation. But again, I'm not pushing a product or anything because you can easily do this on your own with a notebook. You just have to commit to that notebook at least once a day for at least, as you remember, 21 days to form a habit. It might even be 30 days or more. But either way, just tell yourself 21 days, that's an easy fix. Repeat something the same every single day for 21 days, and it should make it a habit. And we can have good habits and bad habits. So we got to recognize the bad ones, change them with good ones. And that's exactly what we need to do with our thought process. In a future episode, I'm going to go over some articles that I found that kind of touch on this, but I don't think they're doing it quite the right way. And then some other ones that really are just all that foo-foo positive talk that's not getting to the deep root of the problem. And then of course, we'll also do some future episodes on how to get to the root of whatever the problem may be if it's not just your casual self-esteem, which is pretty major, but actually a lot of people have it. So it's a little bit easier to fix than some other deeper problems. So start looking at yourself and giving yourself credit for where you are, what you have, and what you're doing right now. And go make yourself strong and powerful. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.